Welcome to the Moose Bros Podcast, a fitness podcast about a couple of bozos trying to get in shape for the millionth time. We're documenting our journey through this podcast, so follow along and watch us accomplish our goals, and hopefully our journey will inspire you to do the same. Welcome back to the Moose Bros Podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about how to set up your diet. This is coming from two guys who still haven't figured out how to set up their diet. So take it with a grain of salt or take it all. <laughs> Let's get into it. All right. You ready to do the recap? Yeah, man. Uh, how was your week? It started off kind of bad because uh, I, I went out with uh, with our cousin. We Another we birthday, couple... uh, birthday party? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That Saturday we went out. And then we actually, afterwards, we went to his house and just had a bunch of snacks. Then Sunday, we went to the mall and ate out there. But after that, completely turned it around the whole week. I made sure I counted everything. Mm-hmm. And it turned out pretty good. I wound up losing a pound. I'm down to 243.4. Well, they're fucked, dude. Yeah. Actually, at the beginning of the week, I was starting to kind of get worried. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Because I'm like, yo, I'm not gaining anything. Mm-hmm. and Or I'm not losing anything. And like... I was feeling pretty good too. Like looking at my body, I it felt like I was losing weight. I felt a lot better, but every time I kept stepping on the scale, I was like, shit, why am I not losing any weight? Right. So I don't know what the reason for that was, but the last two days definitely. Um I was down to two forty three point eight yesterday mm-hmm. and two forty three point four today. Solid moves, man. Power moves on your yeah. end. Um yeah, I mean one thing with the scale is that it's only one unit of measurement, right? You know, you can measure yourself with like a, a tape, measuring tape. You can measure yourself with actual tape. You could try, you know, duct tape duct the old-fashioned yeah. way. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then obviously how your clothes fit, right? If your clothes are fitting better and the scales are, you know, staying the same is an indication that, you know, you're possibly preserving your muscle or water weight, whatever. But, you know, the scale is only one-third of the, the equation here, you know, Pocelli's equation. As I like to call it. Yeah, Pocelli's. That's my dog. Yeah, so that's good, man. Sounds like you're doing something right over there. Yeah, how about you? Uh, Doing good. Let's just say that. I did not weigh myself at all this week. Nice. I just don't know. I woke up, I think, Monday, and I just, again, I'm just like, this. I think the problem, the thing is, the scale used to be, like, right kind of out in the open. So mm-hmm. I wake up and I go get water. I would just weigh myself real quick. But somebody tucked the scale like underneath the fucking cabinet thing. Well, this not a cabinet. What am I thinking of? The TV stand. So I like uh, miss it when I walk by. Right? Is that even my in my sight? So I'm just like, oh, I'll get water. Hell yeah! And then I'm like, shit. <laughs> so then Wednesday was my birthday, and I went and got Indian food. Fuck yeah! And then I actually stuffed myself at Indian because mm-hmm. I love butter chicken. But which, it, it, this is my. Uh, Intuitive eating failed at this moment because <laughs> it was butter chicken. I mean, everybody succumbs to butter chicken. Let's be real. Yeah, every what, at least once in your life, you're gonna look at some butter chicken and be like, you can't say no. Yeah, you, you can have a, you know, I mean, a stomach full of food. You you smell by you walk by that butter chicken, it's over. Mm-hmm. So after I slammed the food, and then I slammed other people's food because it's you know everyone Deep has birthday. their little version of tikka masala and stuff. So I'm like, hey, I'm gonna try yours. <laughs> couple scoops this way, a couple scoops that way, game over, right? So then I get home, and to a surprise, they bought me cheesecake. My family bought me cheesecake. Oh. And I was like, all right, I got to have fucking cheesecake, right? So that day, I went overboard. 
But yeah. and it's actually funny. The day before, I had Chick Fil A uh, for dinner. I didn't, you know, that was my dinner. But I wasn't. Um, it like really bloated me. I, I just whatever. But it was two back to back days where I had like, you know, food that kind of messes with you. So, yeah. you know, so on Thursday I felt like complete shit. I, I don't even know what my diet was like on Thursday. I think on Thursday I wasn't hungry, and then. I went and got Taco Bell because my wife wanted Taco Bell. And I was like, yeah, I'll take some too. Man. Uh, and then that Taco Bell just kind of like swung open my fucking registrars <laughs> or whatever. And I was just like hungry after that. And I forgot what we got after that. I think we had, uh, we had, a, I don't know what we had, dude. I don't know. My whole fucking week was a blur, man. A lot of it too was like stress eating because I'm applying to jobs. And apparently yeah. now every job thinks it's okay just to, give you an essay to write before every goddamn application. But the best part is when you go for an interview, they didn't even look at your resume or cover letter, yet I'm sitting here filling out a fucking biography about myself that you give a shit about. So that was kind of annoying. Anyway. <laughs> this neither here nor there. So that was that was like Thursday, Friday. And I again, I was supposed to weigh myself this morning because I know we we're going to do this. Same shit happened. I just walked by and fucking drank water and, and uh, shit like that. So yeah, so that's that. I don't know where I'm at. In terms of how my clothes are feeling, they're actually kind of feeling a little tighter. So I don't know if I like gain weight this week because I ate bad in terms of, you know, all my junk food and stuff like that. And we'll get to that in a little bit about the diet. But yeah, that was basically my week, a total shit show. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. It's a combination of a birthday week and stress, like all that together is just not a good recipe for weight loss losing week. It's uh, the odds are kind of stacked against you there. Yeah, I know, but you know, sometimes you gotta uppercut the odds, you know, Mike Tyson them, you know. Or you just gotta kind of got... grind through it and just what happened happened. Move on next week. That's what I'm saying, man. What happened happened. Chuck it up. What is it? What did my uh, old football coach say when shit happened? I forgot. Anyway, <laughs> charge it. We'll to get the back game. to that quote when I think. Yeah, charge it to the game. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's definitely something my football coach would say. So it sounds like you're. On your right track, you're having a couple, uh, I don't want to say hiccups because, you know, you're enjoying life, you're eating food, you're enjoying moments, but it sounds like you're getting back on track and doing that, the old 80-20, they call it now, I just right. 80% clean, 20% quote-unquote bad, so you're crushing, hmm? yeah. give yourself some credit, give yourself a pat on the back. A little pat on the back, or, yeah. Are you doing yeah, it? What, I can't see Yeah, it. yeah, I'll turn the video, <laughs> I'll turn the video on just so you can see it. Yeah, so it goes choppy, we can't fucking yeah. record shit. Yeah, I've been doing good, but I don't know how it's going to be. I actually have my surgery planned for uh, 11 days from now. So leading up to that, I know I got a lot of shit to do this week for pre-op, and then I don't know what life is going to be like after surgery. Oh, yeah, so you're already mentally preparing to give yourself an excuse. I like it. <laughs> Mental. Actually, speaking of preparing, I'm like completely rearranging the entire fucking house because... For some reason, I feel like after surgery, I'm just going to be bedridden for the rest of my life. Jeez, take it easy. <laughs> so I'm literally like taking everything like upstairs, putting it in like the rooms where I'm going to be. And yeah, that's just I don't putting know. fucking pillows everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, dude. Um, well, you know, uh, I don't know if you know, but you're not going to be bedridden. So, you know, maybe you should. <laughs> so just, I'm just doing uh, all this for nothing. You're just, yeah, you're just, you're just giving yourself an excuse to continue putting pressure on your bad knee. Yeah. If it's not grocery shopping and going to the mall to eat fucking butter chicken, you're just rearranging the house and becoming an interior designer. That's actually what it is, honestly. Oh, you're just living out your passion? 
Exactly. Oh, good call, dude. And then nobody <laughs> can say shit because it's your own house. And yeah. if, if someone's like, yo, dude, this looks fucking stupid. You're like, well, I did it out of convenience. I fucking tore my ACL. What are you doing, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? So yo, that's honestly a solid move. That way you it's practice your passion. And if someone yeah. says it sucks, it's like, you suck. Look you're how hurt I am. And you're not even genuinely concerned. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> good call, man. So keep that up. So speaking of actually putting pressure on my bad knee, I've been doing like a lot of reading and they all say to kind of get your knee back to or your leg back to how it was before the injury, aside from the stability part, obviously. So a lot of people are actually like lifting weights and stuff. And that's my PT hasn't had me started to lift weights. But honestly, I'd rather like squat 225 than do these fucking lunges he's got me doing. Yeah, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't do that, but go ahead. Well, actually, so that's kind of where I've started going as far as lifting. A uh, couple things happened. First, I, I'm i going to try to, with a fucking knee brace on, obviously, um, try to lift 195, maybe 215. I'll see how I feel and try to Romanian deadlift uh, 255, maybe. Jesus, man. Who's advising this? YouTube? Yeah. What are you? No, what are you a lot, doing? like a lot of people that I'm reading about are saying get your range of motion and your strength as close, and that's what the doctor told me too. Is like in doing physical therapy, you're gonna want to get your range of motion and strength back to how it was before the knee uh, got right. hurt. But I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm just obviously I'm not a PT, but I mean, your PT told you to basically put no weight on it, like just your body weight movement, right? No. What'd your PT tell you? Not to do anything that would require an ACL. So don't right. don't run, don't jump, don't pivot, don't do anything that requires like knee stability. Okay, so I guess what I'm saying is like, why would you? So he has you doing lunges and things like that. Yeah, he's got me doing lunges, um, body weight squats. Honestly, like I don't know I'm if just... I really trust well, this guy that much but all right go ahead i i guess i'll just look at it this way i mean obviously do you but you're already 243 pounds right according to today's weigh-in yep so now throw on another 215 pounds on your already unstable knee because it has no acl it's got a knee sleeve though okay yeah well i put a knee sleeve on my asshole doesn't mean anything's gonna happen it's lightweight bro I, I'm okay. starting to feel and then, like you don't and For instance, even these other people on YouTube, they might have had an ACL tear, but it might have been a partial ACL tear. It might have been it might have been a different type of injury. Whereas this guy has records of your X rays and or your MRI where he's like, Okay, I can't have him doing weights, like this is all we can do. Well, he didn't say like my PT said he is eventually gonna get me to lift with weights. So I don't know. I may I may be like that may be too far fetched. Especially because I haven't really lifted much anyways. Too far-fetched to be doing 200 pounds, but I can I can squat the bar by itself. I tried that, and that was fine. I mean, I'm just... I mean, this kind of reminds me of a, a guy at the gym that we used to go with, and he tore his back uh, doing 450-pound rack pulls. And then after he was barely could bend over and move, he went back to do 225 and goes, yeah, yeah, it's broken. Or, yeah, yeah, it hurts. Yeah, sounds like you a know, fucking legend right there. So that sounds like a complete moron 
who has absolutely no idea what he's doing. That's so, a legend. But do you, man? Hey, YouTube, YouTube is for the people. So for the people, exactly. Uh, go ahead, try it. I yep. don't advise, but you know what do I know? I don't. I've never fucking. The PT'd. second thing, the second thing that happened was I was doing overhead press, and on my last set. I tried to go for three reps. On my second rep, my bench just started collapsing under me. <laughs> I fell over. <laughs> I'm like, yo, 600 for rated for 600 pounds. These nuts, bro. I was dude, so fucking pissed. I had to be 75. honest, dude, you're, you're over, you're uh, overhead pressing 315. Just tell people the truth. <laughs> That's still 600 pounds. It's fine. I was overhead pressing 75 pound dumbbells. Fuck it, That's how fucking jack are. That's what, what made it even worse was when I fell, obviously you couldn't hold the dumbbell stable, so they fell off to the side. <laughs> Dumbbells didn't break, which I would have been so pissed because those are fucking expensive. But I think I fucked up my wrist somehow because I could snap down. It's a lot better now than it was a few days ago because I woke up the following day and I was just like, holy shit, I can't move my wrist at all. Like It's just popping anytime I move it. Um, I took some ibuprofen and iced it and I... It got a lot better. It's better today, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do any sort of pushing exercises, which is fine because I'm going to surgery for 10 days, so I can skip. Yeah, so you're, you're going to be better and you don't need any of that. Yeah. Fucking well, so solid, man. So that's my you know what? You're uh, you know, doing overhead, pes- overhead presses and the weight bench collapsing under you and you're breaking your fucking shit. Sounds very similar to our, our diet life. So I think uh, I think we should segue into that since we've been talking a lot about that. So I think it's a pretty good comparison to, you know, the bulk of this podcast. I don't know how, but all right, let's go. Uh, every single time you think you're making progress and you're looking yeah, way yeah. above your head, it fucks it up, slaps under you, and you yep. break a wrist. Yep, that sounds like a diet to me. Definitely, I'll start it off. I mean, last time you said it, it's it's a mindset kind of thing. You gotta want to change your life and your diet from what it is now you have to realize that what you're eating right now isn't healthy is uh it's setting you back it's not helping you lose weight and you got to realize that you know you got to make changes and again same thing i think it starts in in small steps right now you're you're overeating unhealthy foods so maybe the first step is either to not overeat or to not eat unhealthy foods and then eventually get to a point where you're adequately eating healthy foods, I guess. If any of that made sense. Hashtag motivation Monday right there. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, like you said, with the weight training, uh, it's a mindset to kind of start identifying with, you know, I'm going to be this guy who works out every day and gets a shit done or girl. And same thing with diet, right? You know, okay, I was that guy who overate on a bunch of sweets and uh, processed junk food. And this is what I ended up with, right? Like, I have a big gut. I have big fucking traps. I don't know. So now, right, it's kind of like do the opposite, right? And get yourself in the mindset of, you know, looking at food from a healthy standpoint and what it does to your body on the inside and eventually starts to, you know, transform the outside of your body you know and that kind of leads me to stuff i've been thinking about was because there's a million diets you could do right there's a million there's a million food uh rules i guess a million you know type of diets 
Mediterranean, paleo, the beach body diet, the keto, uh, plant-based, you know what I mean? Right. You know, at one point I ate cat litter, you know, I was just like, I saw it on YouTube, just like you saw those people doing 225 squat with a broken knee. And I was like, you know what? Hey, work for that guy. This might work. Yeah. Yeah. So don't do that anyway. So this kind of leads me to my point because I've counted calories before. I've been plant-based before. I've been low carb before. I've been paleo before. And every single one of those has got me results. The the one that has least got me results, if that that's not even English, but you know what I'm saying, <laughs> was counting calories. So this, you know, this is kind of ruminating in my head. I'm like, okay, what about so what got the best results for me ever in terms of a a, a diet plan was plant based and paleo, but they're polar opposites, right? Plant based is obviously you know no animal products whatsoever. Right. Uh, and animal byproducts. Paleo is so it's basically the main part of your diet is grains and vegetables uh, and legumes if you're plant based. Paleo diet is the opposite. So it's mainly animal products and no grains and legumes. But both of them got the same results, right? Mm-hmm. So that leads me, it's like, okay, calories must be the defining factor, right? But when I've counted calories, I have not gotten the results of both of those diets combined. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. So I'm like, what really is the underlying thing of me losing weight on both of those diets, but not not losing as much weight on, you know, just regularly counting calories? So is it the food making a difference? Because you're like, okay, so I'm kind of going on a tangent, but in general, when you look at plant-based and you look at a paleo diet, um, or even keto, maybe what it does, it basically makes you eat a bunch of vegetables because you don't have all the processed and junk food is kind of out of the window, right? Because think about what every time you go out, somebody wants to order fast food, you're hanging out with your friends, like, yo, dude, let's go get McDonald's. You can't have anything on the menu, right? Yeah. Right. So you don't eat it. You know what I mean? And you have, you probably go home and have a healthier meal, right? Something with more veggies, healthier meat, whatever, right? So that leads me to the question, is that what is more important than the calories or is ultimately the calories the most important thing here? So I think, and I mean, it's almost to take a step back. I think what you're doing with those diets is constricting the amount of bad food that you take in because they give you a set of rules to follow that only allow you to eat healthy foods. And if you're you're just starting out, I think getting to a diet like that should kind of be like an end game, not end game, but kind of a goal. Because I don't think if if you're just eating like pizzas and burgers and unhealthy foods, you can't just jump into a paleo diet and expect to sustain it because it's completely different change to your system. It's just, uh, I mean, some people might be able to, but I think it's just too much, too drastic of a change. I think your best way to go about it is to remove foods that you know for sure almost no diet should allow and i I don't really want to keep using the word diet but we'll just do it for now so remove you know most people remove pop that does a lot i mean removing you know high fructose corn syrup from your diet will do a lot just different you know high high sugar snacks 
And you don't even have to remove it. Just start limiting it at first until yeah. you get to a point where you're like, I don't even want, you know, Coke anymore. Because right. if you realize just how bad Coke is for you, you'd never want any more. You'd be surprised right. how, you know, you don't waste so much more given how bad like pops are and stuff. Yeah. So I think the first the first kind of start to it would be to start eliminating foods that you know are just bad for you 100% of the time. And then I guess find your niche and what kind of diet you want that kind of supports your lifestyle. Because if you look at it, like athletes will eat McDonald's every now and then. They'll go out and eat steaks and whatnot every now and then and still have an amazing body. And, you know, it's because their lifestyle allows them to do that. So I think if you live a lifestyle that allows you to have, you know, cheat meals every now and then, that's that's not a bad thing. I, I guess to say that don't go on a plant-based diet just to lose weight. Like go mm. on a plant-based diet if you really care about uh, how unfair, or whatever. Yeah, unfair treatment of animals or how meat makes you feel after you eat it. Or even paleo, like if you have certain gluten allergies. Isn't paleo right. for gluten, right? Yeah, it's like typically what they recommend. Yeah, so if you have gluten allergies, that's a good way to go. But if you have gluten allergies and you're overweight, I think you should start cutting out things that are you know, making you overweight. And a lot of those will probably be, you know, things that have gluten in them and eventually get to a diet, a sustainable diet. That's not a drastic change to your lifestyle that you can't live life how you want it to. Yeah. I think sustainability is also a very big, very important factor. Yeah, for sure. Cause anybody can, you know, uh, do the keto or paleo or plant-based vegan, uh, you know, for three months and then once they stop, they go back to their old habits and, you know, gain all the weight yeah. back. So yeah. sustainability is, you know, for sure. That's, I guess, quote unquote, is the end game, right? Because I've been all of those diets, I feel like I feel like experimenting and really just trying to figure out your body and what works best for your body, your palate. Right. There's people who can't go plant based because they're like, I really don't like those type of foods. But mm -hmm. keto for them is works because they love meat. They love, you know, heavy, oily stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whereas plant-based is the opposite, right? You don't really have much oily type foods. It's, you know, obviously mainly grains and lower in fat usually. So I really, what I would suggest for everybody is really just experiment with yourself. Because ultimately, there has to be a health component to your diet. Because sustainability, like you know, we just said is the end game, but part of sustainability is making sure your body can actually sustain it. If you're mm -hmm. like, I was actually watching a video on this girl and on YouTube and she was, she said for a whole month, like she was just trying her best to lose weight. So she did whatever people wanted, you know, whatever someone said, Hey, this is what I did at work. She jumped on it. And one yeah. of the things she did was she ate nothing but rice cakes. And I think eggs for 30 days, nothing but like, that's it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner was rice cakes yeah. and eggs. She goes, it worked because, well, I mean, you're fucking starving yourself, right? But right. that's, you know, we're sustainable, sustainable. Obviously, it's an extreme case of dieting and, you know, sustainability. But it's like, you know, find what works for you. Because I also think that I also think that progress really is what is a motivator. And right now where I'm at, I'm not really seeing much progress. And it's like really unmotivating to eat a healthier diet because I'm like, dude, fuck it. I'm not losing weight anyway. I was going to eat this ice cream. I'm just going to eat this whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and that, that turns into like an emotional eating state, which, you know, 
for anybody, like people emotionally undereat or they overeat. I think yeah. most people emotionally overeat. Everyone, you know, is the way they are. But, you know, that's what I was kind of thinking. And I was just like, you know what? Why did both of those diets work? And I really think for me, the reason it works or the reason why these food world, food rules worked for me, not necessarily counting calories, but just paying attention to the food I was eating was because when I went to the grocery store, when I went to out to eat, right, I made my I made a conscious decision to say, no, I can't have that because I'm plant-based. No, I can't have that because I'm paleo, right? And what that did was, you know, I, I guess I didn't have to think about it, right? It made that yeah. temptation, made it so much easier because it's like, no, that's not what I do. I don't want it, you know? Right, right. Versus when you have all the, you know, the total abund- like abundance of, there's no rules, right? And then you see somebody eating a burger from McDonald's, you're like, you know what? I could do one of those too, without yeah. thinking about the actual repercussions it has on your health and body. You know, so what I'm trying to do is basically take the best of both worlds of what I've learned so far through my journey. And like I said last week, talk about intuitive eating and really focusing on what I'm actually putting in my body and kind of just you know, trying my best to take the both of those and really look at the sugar and, you know, those highly processed foods where I'm like, you know what? I know what it does to my body. Why would I do it anyway? I know yeah. after I eat this, I'm going to feel like shit. So why would I do it? So I think my best advice for anybody trying to set up their diet is, you know, find what works for them and then also do some research, research on nutrition. Find what, you know, what different vitamins and minerals, what different proteins and all that do to your body, because you can stumble upon somebody doing some psycho diet and you're like, yeah, I'm in because yeah. it's, because you see it works, but you know, really do your research on how food affects your body. Because like you said, some people might have a gluten allergy and they have absolutely no idea because they've been eating gluten their whole life. Right. So when they take it out, they're like, holy shit, this is how it feels to not have gluten. People obviously like lactose intolerance, right? Yeah, yeah. But out there in your diet, you're like, holy fuck, this is what it feels like. This is my skin or whatever. So I really encourage everyone just to experiment. Don't go extreme, but give yourself like two weeks and try it because it's like you really don't know how much you like something and how sustainable it is unless you do it. So I think that's my best advice for people trying to set up their diet is uh, keep health in mind and, you know, just really try new foods. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like cut out the stuff you know is bad and then try different things depending on what sounds the best to you. I mean, if, you know, including everything and just making sure you count calories sounds the best to you, try that out. See if you're losing weight. And if you can keep doing that, then keep doing that. If you don't believe with uh, the way animals are treated in factory farming, then start going on a plant-based diet or whatever, you know, whatever it is, just try different things out, do some research, see whatever sounds the most fun to you try it out and if you can sustain it then the more power to you yeah um, exactly but i think the best way to go about it is trial and error and i think mm-hmm. one thing is to understand that this isn't supposed to be easy yeah. like we we just say this like yeah i've tried this i tried that like we tried a lot of stuff that didn't work and it can be frustrating and even when you're on a diet you cheat it's very easy to get discouraged and be you know or you don't see results right away. You're right. like, oh, this doesn't fucking work, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, you're, I don't know, let's say you're 25 years old. You spend a quarter of a century developing bad eating habits. Like, those aren't going to yeah. change in a week or two. Those, exactly. It's going to take time. And if you cheat, you cheat. Like, I had a friend that was a vegan 
except for when she went out drinking, then she got tacos and she burgers drank eggs. and stuff. No, no, like when, no, when she went out like drinking, like she would, you know, order from like food right. trucks and eat meat. And like she was still like, you know, everything was fine. It's just that one time that she happened to go out, she got meat and she never like discouraged herself from it. She always, mm-hmm. you know, stayed with it. Yeah. And I mean, she still identifies as a vegan, mm-hmm. except I guess if she goes out drinking, she does. I mean, she's in California now, so I don't know what she's doing anymore. But that's uh, you can do the, uh, you know, you're not in the right state of mind. So in case any vegans <laughs> are out there, out there yeah. listening, you know, she's got an excuse. Lay, lay off her. Yeah. That reminds me. I, I remember watching a TED talk a long time ago about these two guys who are like plant based or vegan or whatever. Because uh, there's two differences. If you're plant based, you're not actually vegan. Like vegan is like a total lifestyle or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. So vegan is, you know, you don't have like fur coats and shit. You know, you don't uh, you don't wear shoes, I think. Uh, you don't watch TV, I believe. So yeah, that's I like mean, the, the whole like vegan thing. Any Whereas TV like, that involves mammals, you definitely got to uh, yeah, you can't right watch away. You can't watch Discovery Channel, right? Yeah. I think those are the rules, you know. Who knows? When I did it, I didn't really follow all those rules. So plant-based is just when your diet is plant-based and you don't need you know meat products so there are two different things whenever you go in the comment section of you know somebody if you go like youtube like you know oh what i eat in a day vegan right something like that you'll get half the people in the comments don't give a shit about what she's eating it's you see that fucking leather coat bitch you know so but not all not all vegans i'm gonna throw everyone under the bus but it's just like there's like that sort of culture that a lot of people talk about when you go you know vegan you're not or when you go plant-based you you say vegan because that's more the 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 pop culture world or uh, right right popular word you know realize that you're putting yourself into you know uh you know not not wearing shoes and sweaters so (laughs) anyway that's besides the point i don't even know what the fuck i was talking about because we got totally off track on that Uh, because you were basically saying like staying consistent and not being discouraged yeah 100 percent. so if you for instance if somebody goes like "I, i looked at all the diets i'm going keto suck it Mm-hmm. And then, you know, three weeks in, you have a piece of cake, right? It yeah. doesn't mean that you should just fucking be like, fuck it, this is stupid, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you started to feel that way, possibly keto wasn't the best fit for you if you're like, you know, this shit's bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have those feelings of, you know, what the hell am I doing? Like, why don't I just fucking slam pizza and call it a day? Look at all those happy people out there, and I'm over here yeah. concerned about lettuce. So, yeah, so what, that's going to happen right now. I'll tell you right now, that's going to happen. You're going yeah. to have a day where you don't, you know, have your best day. And even if you follow those quote unquote diet rules, there's still junk food you can consume as a keto, paleo, plant based, you know, beach diet. There's still junk food that they make cater to those people, right? Because mm-hmm. you can go to uh, a store and buy a bag of chips. Um, or even those fake meats that, you know, um, you know, yeah, vegans and plant-based million ingredients. There, yeah, there are a ton of, those are engineered just as much as Doritos, right? Obviously mm-hmm. the, the reason they make those meats is the environmental and all that type of thing that the reason that usually pushes people to go plant-based and vegan, but you know, you're still ingesting a ton of stuff that your body doesn't recognize. So you could still waver off a healthy plan within your own technically healthy plan. And that's going to happen. So don't be discouraged. Like you had that day, you had that two days and you just keep going because like we always say, you know, you're not going to get your goal body. Like you said, it took you 25 years, 25 years to build these bad habits 
uh, why all of a sudden one week you become fucking Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Not gonna happen. Oh, I remember reading a book. Oh, I forgot the name of it now. It's the guy that trained Michael Jordan, Tim Grover. Uh, oh, yeah. He was talking about, I think he was talking about exercises and getting in shape. But he was like, the uh, there is no shortcuts. If there was shortcuts, then everybody would be doing it. Like, there is no easy way. Otherwise, everybody would be doing that easy way. You just have to, like, grind it out and just enjoy the process. Yeah. I think that's that's very important, too, is to enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Like, too many people are so focused on getting that body right. that they they overlook the the whole process of getting there. And it becomes discouraging because you're always looking at that body that you want and you're never there. And um, in the words of Don Mazzetti, the way you st- the day you started lifting is the day you realized you're forever small. Yeah, yeah, because have the body you want. Yeah, you're always striving for that. But and I hundred percent fall into the trap. I actually looked at my my body. I have pictures on my phone of before the wedding aired in 2019, and I I was actually playing bass at that time. I was playing bass for like a year or so, maybe even longer. I don't remember. Uh, I looked and I had I had like a four pack. You know what I mean? I was like in really good shape. When I look yeah. at the pictures, I'm like, dude, what the fuck was I doing? I was like 10 pounds away from where I wanted to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? But right. in that moment, I was like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not where I want to be. And I think that that's, like you said, part of the enjoying the process of, like, just being comfortable where, where you are now, knowing that if you keep going this route, you'll eventually get to where you want to be. Instead of constantly looking for that, quote, unquote, ideal body and not even paying attention to how far you've come and i fall into this trap every single fucking time where i'm just constantly looking at where i want to be rather than where i'm at and knowing that hey i'm already getting there i'm already working towards that so why would it all of a sudden not happen right i already lost a ton of weight i already am getting closer why would all of a sudden you know and not get there and I, i fall into this like oh just 10 more pounds then i'll be happy you know yeah. And I think you really have to focus on, like you said, just being in the moment and being like, hey, where I'm at right now, this is who I am today. Doesn't mean I'm going to be this forever. And I mm-hmm. just got to keep going. And, you know, you miss out on a lot of life just trying to chase this sort of goal that, like you said, takes time. You know, so yeah. it's like, for instance, three months into it, if you're at a birthday party or, you know, you want to hang out with your friends and they're like, yo, dude, let's go, you know. Uh, eat out or whatever the case let's is, have a birthday I mean? week and eat yeah, some indian food and taco week. bell yeah exactly you know what i mean it's like these are moments that you're not going to get back i don't encourage you to do this all the time obviously there's like i said there's always that level of health it's never i guess what i'm saying is like don't be on the extreme end of the spectrum right don't be somebody who could you know never enjoy life because they're so worried about you know their food and what they're consuming and don't be that guy who only cares about enjoying every single moment and not caring about what his you know what he's doing to the inside of his body so yeah i mean that's a whole other debate Just, yeah you have but... to fi- find a balance in both like don't be the guy that's you know always worrying about the future too much to the point that he's you can't live in the moment but don't live in the moment too much to the point where you're ruining your future right exactly so i mean i think that's the best advice i mean if you want like uh, a, a sample a diet, I guess, uh, for anybody who's listening and they want like, just like, dude, tell me what the fuck to eat. Shut up. <laughs> uh, you know, I would uh, whole food, obviously diet. So just like a sample diet, I could think off the top of my head, that would probably be around 2000 some calories. It would be like a cup of oats in the morning with fruit uh, and like honey or something like that for a sweet. Uh, and then for lunch, I would do like a, like a rice bowl, maybe like, uh, you know, 
chicken with a side of salad and just a bunch of like uh, other type of vegetables like sauteed onions, peppers, stuff like that. Um, and possibly some sort of like, you know, salsa, sour cream type, you know, whatever your taste buds like. Uh, and then for dinner, I would do like a steak and potatoes with like a side of vegetables. Um, and then for snacks, I would opt, you know, for like fruit snacks, uh, like bananas, apples, oranges, all that. Um, that's obviously just off the top of my head of like what I guess a traditional whole food diet might look like to somebody. I don't know if you think that, you know, for somebody listening right now, they're just like, dude, tell me what to eat uh, without doing this experimenting and stuff. Uh, I don't know if you want to touch on that. Like if there's something that you think would make it easier for people who have zero fucking idea, don't know how to do research and stuff. No, honestly, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I, I'd tell somebody just to like Google and I, go on Pinterest. Yeah. There's yeah, so many, like, recipes, uh, I forgot what they were called. They're called something boards, but they just show you like a typical, uh, weekly meal plan for like someone that wants to build muscle, lose weight, Oh, okay. you know, go vegan, paleo, keto, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Somehow I found, I went down the wormhole and found a bunch of those and, like go on Google, go on along. Pinterest. Yeah, they have templates. Yeah, use the internet to your disposal, guys. What are you guys doing? What's everyone doing? Huh? <laughs> Where do you guys get off? You guys want all this technology, and when it's at your disposal, you can care less. You're listening to two morons. Hopefully, you're listening to us. Who the fuck's yeah. listening to us? No, but yeah, definitely. Just go find generic meal plans on the internet. Because honestly, if you go to a nutritionist or if you pay for like a a fitness person to come up with meal plans for you, unless you're paying for one-on-one um, intensive like uh, coaching, you're just going to get a generic meal plan from them too. And they work. Uh, you know, if you, if you're trying to cut for like a show or something, that's when you would probably do the one-on-one coaching. But other than that, if you're trying to just live a healthy lifestyle, just find generic meal plans on the internet. You're, yeah. it's not, you'll eventually tailor them to, fit you the best because you know you might not fucking like bell peppers and you might have had a traumatic experience with your aunt trying to force you to eat bell peppers when you were a little kid and now you can't eat them at all because you're an adult and they just taste weird so maybe you can substitute something else for bell peppers you hear that out there uh no agree and uh you know general rule of thumb you know to kind of wrap everything up here uh general rule of thumb eat whole foods so something when you look at the ingredient list there's not a lot of ingredients if you could pronounce it uh, probably a good thing for you Uh, stay away from a lot of packaged food because that's where it has a ton of preservatives and a bunch of uh, random you know words that you've probably never seen in your life it go with that right just go with you know looking at ingredients staying away from a lot of stuff that's packaged and frozen and you're probably in a good spot yep and i mean Something I realized last night is actually shop at a grocery store. Don't go grocery shopping at like the gas station or Wal- uh, not Walmart or uh, Walgreens or something. Because I, I went there last night just to like grab a quick snack. And like the healthiest thing I could find was uh, beef jerky. Oh, you know, you know what the problem with beef jerky, man? Hmm. You're, you're making like a total investment. You know, it's like, yeah, hey, this is they're like $13. Yeah, really, dude, I could buy a shirt. I could invest in a stock. I could probably invest in beef jerky stock. If you how... if you invested two pieces of beef jerky into GME stock a couple of weeks ago, you'd have like five hundred dollars right now. 
Yeah, exactly. So just think about that when you buy a future. You know, honestly, I want to get to a point in my financial status where I'm like, hey, this beef jerky is not that bad. 13 bucks. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. Yeah, obviously. And then another thing, too, I feel like we're just like every time we close it up, we just keep adding shit. Yeah. But um, another thing, too, is when you follow recipe books and recipes online, like home cooked recipes, they typically don't have any package and frozen stuff. So, like, let that be, you know, uh, a guide to you learning how to cook healthier meals uh, because typically they, you know, home-cooked meals don't require you to throw a hot pocket in the microwave. Follow that. It's going to have, obviously, like, peppers and all that bullshit in there. So, you know, let, you know, if you're somebody who doesn't know how to cook, you just have a cookbook. Did it take, like, five bucks? You could probably find one, like you said, on Pinterest. Just follow those recipes. They're typically pretty healthy. And it'll get you used to eating whole foods and probably foods you've never had. And you're like, oh, hey, this, you know, onion isn't that bad. I've been avoiding it my whole life. So, yeah. And you'll find out about the about different recipes that you didn't even know you liked. You'll find some, uh, you know, spaghetti bolognese. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, where did this come from? I never had this. I, you know, used to eat canned cat food. Yeah, quinoa. Or these sweet too. marbles in my mouth. Marbles? You eat marbles? That's, all, that's what quinoa is, like tiny little marbles. I wouldn't say marbles. I would say like pebbles. No, it's not pebbles. Marbles are like pretty big. That's what I'm saying. They're like tiny, like marbles, though. Whatever. Okay. I think this has gone long enough. <laughs> Actually, while you were talking there, uh, it gave me an idea that I think we should probably do for the next episode is talk about setting goals. Solid. Like setting, and it doesn't even have to be like weight goals. It can be just different goals. Like once you achieve something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be good. Like how to get yourself to set goals, how to decide what your goals should be. I'm in. That sounds good. We're right on the spot. We're thinking of episodes. That's how efficient we are. <laughs> so we'll be we'll be back next week uh, with that episode uh, about goals and how to set goals. Whether you know you could take these fitness goals we're going to give you next week and translate it to the rest of your life, and be a man about your decisions. Quit with the bullshit. Okay, that was a message yeah. to myself. <laughs> All right. See, See you, you next, next week. week. Our episode. Have some have some goals ready to set. Yeah, yeah. Goals. Nice. <laughs>